Hi and welcome to the Tuned to the Moon podcast. I'm Amber, your host. This is a place for you to just express yourself and be 100% completely you. Like me right now, I am currently lying in bed with a chest infection I cannot get rid of. Sorry that this episode's out a little bit later than usual, but it's because of said chest infection, working late and also being on holiday. So, Today's episode comes to you from good old Zoom. Hello 2020, is that you calling? I know, but my guest is from down south in England. She's so lovely, we connected straight away. What a beautiful energy. Her name is Zoe. I can't wait for you to meet her. She goes under the name of Lunar Lightworker and she's just fantastic. It's a little short, snappy episode today. I think you're going to love what she has to say. Obviously, I realise we cannot be 100% riding high all the time. That's just not, it's not natural natural is it so we have to allow for you know I do a lot of shadow work as well so being being a bit of a shadow walker I like to dive deep into all of those things so that we can learn to let go of and navigate all of the things that we that we struggle with and as always it is sponsored by G4 Claims keep 100% of your claim If you've been hurt in a road accident that wasn't your fault, you should really talk to G4 Claims first. Unlike road accident solicitors, we don't charge you for our services, which could see you better off. To keep 100% of your compensation, have a chat with Nicole and the team. You'll be glad you did. Search online for G4 Claims. Keep 100% of your claim, G4 Claims. Now I do have to say I don't have my at-home mic and the studio was being used so my audio is straight from the laptop but Zoe is professional as ever and has her fabulous mic so let's just get going with the show. I hope you enjoy it. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you. I'm, I feel really blessed to be asked on the show. So thank you. You're welcome. And you are my first Zoom guest. Everybody else I have had in the studio just outside Glasgow. So this is really nice to expand. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. And you are on Instagram. You're at Lunar Light Worker. I love your little bio. So it says that you support light workers to raise vibration, align to lunar earth and cosmic cycles and step into their highest frequency. So explain a little bit to me about what you do. Yeah, lovely. So um, so obviously I'm an empathic light worker and kind of I'll I'll give you a little bit of a background so it kind of explains why I'm doing what I'm doing as well if that's okay Amber so kind of growing up obviously very empathic in the 70s and 80s no one ever talked about that Um, and it was a real it was a real problem for me you know growing up and and kind of onboarding everybody's stuff and really really struggled with that kept myself really small as a result and just had no idea until I I, I kind of came into adulthood started my awakening probably about 15 years ago and then started to hear this term empathy empath and and realize what was going on for me all these years you know and you you become such a reader of energy and um, at the time as well, I was working, I was a teacher in mainstream and obviously picking up on all the stress and, and the anxiety that I felt with, with the children, the teenagers I was teaching. 
And at the time I was trained in transference healing. So that really accelerated, accelerated my growth. It's a, um, it's, it's, we work with frequency and that really weaves into all of the work that I do. And from there, I kind of um, started setting up nurture groups for these children. Then that kind of morphed into me leaving teaching because it was just too stressful and too impactive. And I set up like circles, like circles of light for women in my living room, as you do. And it just kind of grew from there. But then I got interested in this term light work and realized that that really is what, what I was doing because of my empathic gifts. I could really read energy. I can read energy when I go into places. I can read energy from people and you know, it's, it's that sort of thing. So it, it's, it then became all about frequency, raising frequency, working with energy, protecting it and healing and coaching. And it, it just kind of evolved from there, but very much all about higher vibrational living for empathic light workers. And, um, and also love cosmology and we we do a lot of kind of moon rituals and looking at how cosmological events impact on us and all of those things because obviously as empaths and light workers we're so impacted with all of that yes it's so interesting and I think it's actually a term being an empath that is still I think quite it's not taboo, it's just quite unknown. So I, I was the exact same kind of as a, a young person growing up, taking on all of these emotions and energies and then kind of realizing why that was. And it's, it is still to this day in 2022, kind of something that people are still learning about. And you did touch on that there. And also I think what is very obvious from what you've said there is your teaching journey came to or your journey in, in mainstream schools came to a natural end because you were progressing so high and you know you just had to it, it's almost like this need to help others so if you had to for anybody who's listening and isn't too sure and I don't I don't think I'm too sure either if you had to define what light work actually is I know you touched on it there talking about cosmology and empathy but what actually is light work because it's something that's really interesting to me yeah if for me and obviously everyone has their own personal experience of it for me I work with energy so I'm very attuned I'm very soul-led I'm very purpose-led and I'm very aware at all times of my energy field and how I'm impacting on others and also at the same time I'm very aware of other people's energy and um, you know I work to consciously expand my light so that I know that people are in my presence my, my clients my members and, and even online you know just etherically if I'm working on them um, I know that I'm having an impact on them you know obviously everything has energy our consciousness our intent our words our action the, the energy that we work with as we heal and channel um, even down to our content and our messaging as well on, on social media, everything has an energy and I, I'm just hyper aware of that. And I, I really work to keep it to a, to a frequency because obviously energy has a frequency. So I, I, I keep it re as raised as possible so that I know that when I'm having an impact, however I'm having an impact, 
this this will help to uplift other people's energy and and well the frequency of their energy and obviously i realize we cannot be a hundred percent riding high all the time that's just not it's not natural is it so you, we have to allow for you know i do a lot of shadow work as well so being being a bit of a shadow walker i like to dive deep into all of those things so that we can learn to let go of and navigate all of the things that we that we struggle with and then that in turn helps us to kind of sustain a frequency um, as much as possible. The deep and dark stuff of the shadow work. <laughs> it has yeah. to be done though. <laughs> it does, absolutely. And it's it's so uncomfortable, isn't it? When we go there, we really resist it. But yeah, really necessary. So when you're talking about energy fields and growing your light, and being very aware of other people's energy fields it's really interesting what you say about even messaging on social media because I, I, for a little background like I started this podcast because I am on my journey very much still kind of starting out and I just kind of saw a need for it particularly here I was growing a little tribe in central Scotland people who were as I say like spooky little witches like me who love their <laughs> their crystals and everything else and um it's just, it's for me to meet other people and really learn from them. And it's so interesting what you're talking about, your, how you can work and, and expand your light. So do you have any ways or, you know, th things that we can do kind of daily to, to really work on ourselves and, and our energy fields? I love that you asked that, Amber, because for me, it's becoming increasingly obvious that I, that, that I need that inner daily practice my my day doesn't I don't wake up and like start doing it but at the start of my kind of day once I've got the kids sorted dogs and all that all the rest I um I sit down and I journal I love journaling so I would definitely recommend that to anyone it's so powerful and I think I've always up until recently underestimated its power and what I like to do is I like to kind of connect into my higher vibrational self like my light worker self and I see her as an entity as part of me and as soon as I do that I can feel that my frequency raises and I you know I'm, I'm constantly asking her what would she do what would she say you know what message you know, would do you think I need to bring out for my community? And and just I, I connect with her like that, and then I just kind of write whatever comes through for me. Um, but but that practice, just that, is so powerful because you can already feel your body. You know, you're walking tall. You you feel differently. You know, you can do this in any way. You can do this for manifestation. You can do this for for health. You know, feeling you're into a healthier person. And for me, what I feel I'm doing is I'm activating those light worker codes when I do that. I can I can feel that my frequency raises. Um, sometimes another really simple but powerful technique is just to feel your light growing within you so you can feel it coming down from the cosmos up from the earth star chakra and coming into the body and then allowing it to expand out and I probably take a few minutes to do that um, you know every day 
uh, that that for me has been really really powerful and just feeling it kind of impacting on those around me as well if I feel they need um some sort of light sourcing or you know support it's kind of it's reminding me of Reiki kind of with yeah. the, the energy fields and also you're saying you know through meditation so that's a good good kind of examples of what we can do every day journaling and daily practices of of meditating and it's interesting how you say it's almost like you're sending a healing through your light yeah that's it it's exactly that I mean I work with when I when I actually run the modality that I'm taught I'm trained in which is transference healing we do work primarily with um, color frequencies and um, all, all sorts like past ascended masters, Chiron woundings, all these sorts of things we use. But a lot of it is frequency, color frequency. And um, yeah, you know, just, just feeling our energy and expanding it out. We start with that. And uh, yeah, it's really powerful. I do it on the dogs as well quite a bit. I run a bit of a few procedures on the dogs and they respond. It's like, it's quite miraculous actually. They, they re it really, you see almost an immediate effect and on children as well because I feel that you know there's no filter you know they just kind of accept it and are receptive for the most part so um yeah I love it and and like Reiki it's it's something that you're channeling through you and into yeah. someone else so but really powerful I feel like um in particular animals and children are just a bit like sponges you know if there is a particular energy around them they will absorb that and um, and that's really interesting because I'm like you need to teach me how to do this and my dog because he's absolutely mental <laughs> what kind of what kind of things like I, I am so interested in this how can you do it on on animals well I I'm so I'm with this modality I've actually got procedures it's actual procedures that allow me to run like frequencies I suppose on the animal but you know, you can do it on your house, you can do it on an object, you can do it on yourself. It's, it's through intent and through visualization, but also, um, you know, I, I know how, it's like manipulating the energy so it has certain effects on the body. They don't even need to be in the room, I just call them apotherically. Um, but that's through my intent and through my visualization. And that's how I work. So I, I can work with people. I work with people all over the world when I run energy in, you know, in my coaching programs or whatever, or in my membership, I run energy on the group. So, and I, I think, I believe Reiki is the same. You can run it etherically, which is yeah. amazing, isn't it? Yeah. You don't yeah. actually need to be in the same room. It's so freeing. And I guess it is because everything is at the end of the day, everything's energy. So yeah. do you then believe because of this, do you believe everyone is capable of channeling that energy and then, you know, like that sending out healing vibes or frequency because everything, everything in the world, this energy, like you say, your house, your pets, anything on this table, it's, it's just all energy. And you think, because I do feel as a society, we've kind of got detached a lot from this. We need to come back to, to what matters and come back to, um, you know, the kind of the ground and source of it all. So you think everybody, is capable of this totally apps I love that question Amber and I believe it's it's not even it, this is what I always say to my clients anyone can run energy and we don't necessarily need training obviously we, we to expand that we do 
but anyone can start to run energy and it's in fact a reclaiming of that inner power you know we will have had you know if we're a light worker today if we're empathic and you know if we're running if we've learned reiki or if we're trained in crystal healing or whatever the chances are, and I, I really believe this, you will have had many lifetimes, past lifetimes, as someone exceptionally spiritual, if not star seed, you know, you'll have star lineages, especially for light workers. And so it's just a reconnection. You, you, it's already there within you. Vibrationally, it's already there. But we just need to know how to reconnect to it. And obviously certain modalities are a way for you to manipulate that energy. That's all it is, that's the difference. Um, but it's interesting, I was just thinking as you were talking about that, that the biggest block I see with my clients, my members is that we, we kind of get in our own way. We're like, and even people that I've worked with, you know, that they're like, oh, is this working? Is this, you know, is this having an effect? We're really, the more we can just accept it and surrender and have that faith and that trust that it is running, the more powerful we become. Because it's, it's self-doubt for a start. Oh, but it's also the society I think that we live in, you know, mm. like I was just kind of touching on there, people that still kind of rubbish all of this because they've maybe got it ingrained and it's not really it's not their fault you know I was talking to a guest the other day I was talking about the fact that we're all in a in a system and and you just kind of believe what is inverted commas fact you know science and everything else and even though this you know energy healing and frequency and everything you know everything is energy and and energy healing really works and distance reiki and things I think there's a lot of doubt in society which makes practitioners have self-doubt does that make sense yeah i yeah i i get what you're saying yeah. I, I i do believe it's part of our empowerment process and this is something that i've really had to work through is that i've always felt i've had potential i've always felt i've had a purpose and i believe everyone has a purpose um you know not necessarily light work or healer or whatever but everyone has a purpose and a reason why they're here um but it's sometimes we it's like we have it's like an initiation if we want to really step into that and connect to that this is a fear that we have within ourselves that we have to clear and it's what i call you know like i said like an initiation and i see that many many beautiful and really potentially powerful light workers who were unable to and it really oh it just really gets me because they're unable to connect to their gifts because they have that self-doubt and it's a fear of connection and i believe it's something that we've carried over lifetimes where we had a total disconnection from our faith you know if you look at the burning of the witches and you know some sort of traumatic event where we disconnected or lost our faith and we carry that we all carry those codes it's kind of us. like uh it's like past life trauma kind yeah. of yeah totally yeah, yeah. totally and th that that's what i believe because i know that i had to go through that myself and i know I get how frustrating it is because you, you as, as an empath, as a light worker, as a healer, as a, as a spiritual person, we all feel that need to be of service for our gifts. 
but the blocks come through that fear, through that remembrance. I, I really believe that we might not understand it as that. And so that stops us. And, you know, that self-doubt creeps in the insecurity and it, oh gosh. And I really feel for them because that was so my journey as well. Imposter uh, syndrome and everything. Yeah, totally. I know. And I, I, I imagine then that you think similar to a lot of the Tune to the Moon listeners and myself as well, that you have these, your spirit has all of these kind of past lives, your soul and you're basically leveling up in each life. So this could be, somebody spoke to me recently actually about it and said that, that this life, you know, you're, no, you're never gonna reach enlightenment completely, but you, you're just always becoming more attuned, but there are people frustratingly in the world who will not kind of understand what you're doing and that's okay, because they're on their journey. Yeah. So I guess you've just got to, to leave. But it must be so frustrating when you see someone who is, has such amazing potential having that self-doubt so do you run workshops then tell me about them you basically create light workers yeah so so I help I I I kind of magnetize light workers to me they they know they're light workers or they feel they have potential and so I have a community uh, obviously like you and I have a membership for those that want to start, you know, the, the, it's, the membership is more about connection with other empowered light workers. And it's a way for them to keep on their true north path. And just because this is something that I really struggled with. I had no one around me to be really woo woo with, you know, it was kind of all in my head and I didn't have the language and I, I could feel this power growing in, within me, but I didn't know what to do with it. And so because I really suffered with that, I really did. I, that's why I wanted to create the membership. So they have this high frequency space when they can come in and connect every single week and get those reminders because we all go off the boil. We all have things that pull us off our energy, right? And away from our energy. So that's really um, the core of the work that I do. But I also do coaching for those that really want to accelerate their growth and really step into and connect and know what their purpose is. Um, that That's kind of the follow on from that, if you like. And what about working with the moon and cosmology and things? Tell me about that because I, I absolutely, I adore the moon. I'm really interested in cosmology, finding more out about it. How did you get into this and what do you do then with it? Because it's it's so interesting and I know it's such a broad subject. Oh, I just love it. I'm a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. Um, so it through the work, like with the training that I did, um, you know, I kind of became very aware of all these kind of cosmic influences and, and there's so much energy at play, isn't there? And it's, you can't just narrow it down to the fact that you're an empath and you're picking up yeah. on things. For me, it's information, wisdom, to know that we have it, we're in an eclipse season and the energy is chaotic and to it's know- so important. I don't understand when people don't pay attention to what's happening up there. I know, I know. You, you would honestly think you were losing the plot, right? <laughs> no. Honestly, God, it's, it's so important for me now. And I have this big, I mean, I wish you could sit a big, like, wipeable, probably like you, you know, with all the energy dates and everything that's coming up. And I share that wisdom because for me, it's like, and like you, it's 
so important. Um, you know, like just just the lunar phases, for example, if you knew how to harness that, you could absolutely be a mofo in your manifestation, couldn't you? Because you could be setting your goals at the new moon and like, you know, yeah. celebrating at the full moon. It, there's just in so many ways we are so guided and um, pushed to, to align and, and it's all through these cosmic alignments and retrogrades and you know it's it's amazing and when we start to tap into it and just the very fact if we have that information we're already attuning to the energies aren't we and um you know what i kind of we navigate things a lot better we know that we're going to get through things we know that the chaotic energy from the eclipses is going to come to an end and do you know what I mean? And we know when to keep our, our, our energy close and when we can really go for it and be more in our physical and our masculine. And do you know what I mean? It, it just, you just flow so much better and things make so much more sense as well. So I, I love it. Yeah, massively. I think it's, it's so important as well to pay attention to even how you're feeling, how you're acting, even things like menstrual cycles are a big one or working out, you know, like I find um, at different times of the lunar calendar workouts are different or, um, you know, I have a lot more energy. It depends as well if, if I've had a lot of full moon, I feel if I've had a lot of new moon goals that haven't really been fulfilled, by the time it gets to the full moon, like I just can't sleep. Mm. it's hard to sleep and I almost feel like that's that's the kind of the lunar energy being like come on get up off your arms <laughs> get it done <laughs> um but it's kind of the the opposite if I feel like I'm kind of fulfilling the goals in mm. that month it's just really interesting to pay attention to that so I think personally that's where I'd start but what about you if somebody maybe wants to have a look at the moon or cosmology and things would is that where you would start with the the lunar cycles and really get to know them before you go yeah. into anything else that's such a good question number and I do get asked that quite a lot you know because there's so much and it can be overwhelming and but everyone knows the moon everyone loves the moon she's a constant isn't she I mean so are the planets but we can we see her you know regularly and she's always there obviously um and I, there's there's always been i don't know for me a fascination with her and i feel that obviously she governs the tides the sap hormones my boys go crazy at the full moon um, so, so is my dog oh and the dog yeah, yeah you're right, dogs yeah. yeah totally totally and like you say we're not sleeping so we're we're very impacted by her and we can connect to that more easily i think because she's kind of more accepted in a way you know people talk about her, and even if with people who are not necessarily spiritual you talk about the moon they always have something to say about it so yes definitely start with the moon phases and I would just be doing things, simple things like leaving your curtains open at night. I know the energy is all around us, but I would love to do that. But my boyfriend <laughs> is like, absolutely no chance. We have blackout curtains. I would love to. Oh, really? I would love to leave oh. them open. And I have actually said before, like I will sleep in the spare room when we have a bed in there. <laughs> like I yeah. don't want to start doing that at the age of twenty-seven, <laughs> sleeping in separate rooms. But maybe when there's a filming, <laughs> just so I can see it at night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that. 
that's a really good way, a good start. You know, things like get a moon app. You can get free moon apps, which will just tell you when, you know, just the phases. I will be focusing on the dark, new, um, full moon and waning moon. Just these are quite pivotal times in, in that lunar calendar. Um, you know, get your things like getting your crystals out at the full moon, you know, a new moon. Yeah, you know, the, it's it sounds... It sounds like you're not, you know, that wouldn't really make a difference, but all of those things would, all of those things would. You could even, what we started to get into as a family is little moon rituals, like at the new moon, just get post-its, write down your little intent for the for the lunar cycle, um, put it in the fire or, you know, burn a candle to it and, and then do the same at the full moon. Just little things like that will help you to connect into those beautiful energies already. So I was actually going to ask you about rituals. So you burn your new moon intentions. Yeah. And then what about, what about full moon? Do you write anything down at the full moon? Because I've kind of tried a bit of both. I've tried, you know, the self-care. I like to do that on a full moon, have a bath. I put my crystals out and things. Um, but I tend to, I don't really journal much on the full moon. What, what kind of rituals do you do then? Um, so, well, my journaling is every day because like every single day now. Um, but yeah, really, it's about just sitting and thinking about um, your intent and purposes over the new moon. And I like to write those down. And I, you know, I put them in the fire to kind of energize them. That's how I feel. It's always about my intent. And then at the full moon, I kind of, um, I have a period of reflection. So I look back and see, you know, what, what I've achieved, what I haven't. And, um, you know, I like, I like to do, I like to do things like that, really. So, um, yeah, no, it's really, it is really interesting. And I will also want to tap into cosmology because for anybody that isn't aware there is a difference between astrology and cosmology now if I am right I don't know because again it's something that I'm trying to look look into am I right in saying astrology is more looking at stars and um your like your constellations and cosmology is just more kind of the universe as a whole that, yeah, I'm yeah. myself. I'm not an expert. Okay, but that's how I see those differences. And and the the it, for me, how I understand it, I've had no training in astrology, but it's more about the influences on our birth charts of when we're born and what are those cosmic, you know, the 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 constellation, the influences that come through at that point. Whereas for me, cosmology is is probably broader in a way. So it's everything that goes on solar flares you know, equinoxes, solstice, um, alignments, planetary alignments. Um, there's just so much meteor showers. There's so much that goes on. So it's, it's probably broader. I may be wrong in saying that, but that's how I interpret it and see the difference. Yeah. I think it's so interesting what you do, you know, the light work and, and working mm -hmm. with all of these different frequencies. So are, are there any courses or workshops that you run online? A lot of the, the listeners are Scottish and I just I wonder if there's anything that kind of we could take part in do you have any any lives on your Instagram you know what kind of things can we get in touch about or in any workshops let us know 
Yeah, I'd love that. So Instagram, I'm Luna Lightworker. So come and join me there. I post regularly. So I have cosmic updates, soul guidance, you know, just post inspirational posts that are always soul-led. Um, I have a private but free um, Facebook group called Luna Light Community. And in there on a Tuesday at 7 p.m., so it's BST, right? Um, I do um, workshops, free workshops every week. So I'd love for you to come and join me there. So for example, this week we talked about activating our light codes. Next week I'm doing a, an animal magic card reading so people can get individual card readings. So every Tuesday I go live and on Instagram. I'm quite, I'm very new on Instagram. So I'm starting to build oh, up. I'll be doing your stuff your there. page is amazing on Instagram. Like it's so, oh. I, I feel like I can, I had to look at your post and I can take something from every post. They're really inspiring and really, really lovely. And I love that you're talking about light codes. This sounds, this sounds cool. What, what's, what's your light codes? So, so, you know, just, just the fact that we have um, ancestral kind of spiritual lineages and it's basically about which are, the memory of which is stored right down into the DNA, the cellular level. And there's ways that we can waken those up. And, you know, when I was talking about, um, you know, sort of, tapping into our higher vibrational self and our light worker this is one way in that we do it but obviously by running energy and things like that we can awaken those codes within us um, but that that's what I mean it's in a nutshell <laughs> that's amazing so where can we find you on Facebook then is it just is lunar light worker as well so it's it's uh, the lunar light uh, sorry the lunar light community so I've got you know how you just end up with so many different versions because I've got different groups for the membership but yeah lunar light um, I can share that with you Amber if you yeah, want yeah do that and I'll share it on the page I'm having a look as well on your Instagram you've got mindset Mondays and you've just got so many really interesting little nuggets of information which I always like I always like things you can take in, in little chunks mm. and I think um the kind of tune to the moon community will really really love that too and you've also got a podcast is that right yeah love it. let me know tell me all about it <laughs> and I'd love to have you on actually I would love to come on we can sort that yeah let's do um, it so lunar light worker community it's super super new and very new um it's my fifth episode that i've just done i, I do one weekly and it's basically all the stuff to, different aspects of empathy and light work and just again to just help people and support people you know just reclaim their power and awaken and activate their light codes that they you know and and um sustain higher vibrational living I'm really passionate about that and so it's just loads and loads of different aspects that again I'm just guided to and I bring out um, an episode every week so I'd love for you to tune in um, at the moment I'm on Spotify but um, you know like I said because it's so new it's kind of taking time to to spread out but yeah there well we I, I am gonna I will definitely put a, a link to that on the tune to the moon page because so many people have got in touch with me and said I just love that there's a little witchy community and somewhere that I can like you said earlier I feel so lonely in my woo woo and there's there are people now that I can connect with and the more the merrier so if there's another podcast then that's absolutely fantastic and today I feel like we have had just a little taster of what you do so I'm going to send people over to your podcast and your page and just keep expanding that community because hopefully 
I'll have some lovely people from your community, you'll have some lovely people from mine, and we'll just have one big, huge, spooky community <laughs> taking over the world. <laughs> That's it. Making everybody work with their energy and everything else. Brilliant. Quietly it- taking over the world. That's what I love. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It has been lovely to chat to you, and I would love to come on yours. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, lovely. Wasn't that just so good? So many lovely little snippets of information there to really take away and work on. I think we can all be light workers. Make sure you follow Zoe on Instagram and have a little look at what she's doing. Follow us too at Tune to the Moon Limited. And of course, I will be back next Tuesday with another episode. Make sure as well you listen, you rate, and you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Take care.